and welcome back to Mark My Words Week 5 Review and Week 6 Predictions Edition with Rob and Scott. And it was yet another great week of football. Didn't start off that way on Thursday night with a real dud, a real stinker. Uh, I, I stayed up for that whole game and watched it, though. I'm pretty proud of myself for that. I pity anyone that watched that whole game. <laughs> I, I'm giving myself a pat on the back for that one. That was that was brutal. <laughs> not going to lie. Yeah, that, that was not a fun one to sit through. Well, one of those games that you look ahead of the schedule, you think it's going to be an exciting one. Like two teams that are, you know, most people consider to be contenders. you got Matt Ryan, one of the... One of the great quarterbacks of our decade. You got Russell Wilson, obviously a great quarterback, and uh, just not did not live up to uh, preseason expectations at all. But I have to say, was not surprised by how that game kind of went. Yeah, I mean, you even, you had called it last week. You definitely did. You said I would not be surprised. If neither team hits double-digit points. I, I said that last week? Yes, you did. Wow. And it took overtime for them to do so. <laughs> yes. <laughs> wow, good good catch on that. I, I forgot I said that. Now I do remember it. Uh, but, yeah, the, it was uh, it's just a slow game. Like, a lot of possessions, a lot of punts. And, like, when it went to kind of that last bit, you kind of knew where, where it was headed. Like, it was destined for overtime. And I was just like, oh, my gosh. But I've sat through, like, Four quarters of this. I, I, I can't go to bed now. I need to watch this overtime. It's just going to be as boring as the regular the uh, regulation. But I had to. <laughs> I'm loyal like that. <laughs> but uh, this week should be uh, none, the, none the more exciting. But we'll get to that in a second. Um, however, we do want to bring up this uh, quite the opposite performance from the Bills offense this week. Destroying the Steelers 38 to three in a uh, historic first half performance by Buffalo. One hundred percent there. Four over four hundred passing yards for Josh Allen. Four touchdowns, and he didn't even play the fourth quarter. Incredible. Absolute shellacking by the Bills in this one. And it's one of those things where it's uh, you have Josh Allen in your fantasy leagues, and this happened to one of the guys in our league. He had him. He really could have used him for even like one more drive. You're kind of hoping like. Steelers come back a little bit so you can push that over but was not able to do it but nonetheless historic game for Josh Allen getting into the 150 total touchdown club rushing and passing so congratulations to him on that yeah it just total dominance by Buffalo in this one 552 yards in total to Pittsburgh's 364 I mean just not a blowout and it could have been worse if Buffalo had kept their foot down to the pedal but they rested their starters and just tried to get out of that game as quick as possible and they've really set up for a very fun showing next weekend with Kansas City. Oh, yeah. This was a great game to get you hyped for that. Like, That's going to be an offensive slugfest, hopefully. We need that. We need that with all these been, these uh, defensive boring games we've been getting lately on primetime. But that should be that should be a great one. I think it's the game of the week, 4 o'clock slot they got for that one. Yes, it is. So yeah, that should be a nice, nice, exciting matchup there. Uh, but yeah, I think the, the, the Bills did the right thing by sitting their starters, kind of easing off the gas a little bit. Because by halftime, it was what thirty-one to three. There's no this, you know, the, the Steelers are not coming back from that. There's no way. No. So I, I I do think they did the right thing. Some people are kind of like, what are they doing? You know, we gotta like why <laughs> why run up the score when it could be at risk to your players? I just it doesn't make too much sense to me. So I think good on them for sitting their starters in the fourth quarter. And, uh, yeah, getting some of your backups more valuable reps is never a bad thing. Yes. 
James Cook looking a little better as well. Seven, all their running backs had uh, some great averages, all over seven yards a carry. For sure, a lot better than what we've seen so far, and a lot of Buffalo's depth players getting some targets in there. Isaiah Hodgins, Khalil Shakir. Good to see some of their depth coming through, as well as Gabriel Davis hauling in two very long touchdowns, one for 62 and one for 98 yards. Incredible. Wrecked my fantasy team, but <laughs> great to see that kind of a, a uh, uh, what's the word, a reminiscent of the AFC Championship game. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And uh, defense kind of coming alive a little bit too. It, it's Their defense is the best in the league, to be quite honest. They're just absolutely shutting people down with all the injuries they have on there too. Like Just imagine what it's going to be like when they get everyone back in the secondary. For sure. I mean, just absolutely insane points differential right now. They're plus 91. The next closest, 47. Oh, my gosh. Who is it? That would be Philadelphia. Uh, of course. They but they played cake compared to what the Bills have played so far. The Bills have played a couple good teams in there. Yeah. And found that, and still found their way to pretty big games here. Yeah, I, I don't see how you could have them. I mean, I guess I could see them number two, but they're definitely one or two in, in power rankings for everyone they should be. Uh, I would definitely have them at number one so far. They've just more than impressed up to this point, especially with all the injuries they've had. Now, well, moving on to a, a team that has not impressed quite so much. No. The Green Bay Packers. Mm, I did call this one as well a little bit. I said, watch out. The Giants aren't as bad as people think. They could give them some trouble here because it's a new location. It's far away. It's kind of different from the normal routine. I mean, sure enough. Absolutely, they did. Outgaining them in total yards there. And Daniel Jones coming very close to Aaron Rodgers. Passing statistics as well, which was very surprising. Yes. And outgaining them in rushing yards. And yeah, I mean, not, not one I saw. I was all over Green Bay in, in my sports betting. And that mm -hmm. didn't work out so well for me this week. Yeah, they were big favorites too. Big. Yeah, they were. And I thought they had what it takes to cover. I didn't like going into that game. The doubt with Daniel Jones and with Giants offenses... But they were really able to do a good job against Green Bay. They were. I was, yeah, unpleasantly surprised by, by how well the Giants responded. They didn't slump over at all when they kind of got down. And they just played a complete uh, four quarters of football, unlike the Packers, who they really just are by the half, it seems like. But uh, this was a, definitely a concerning loss. Like the, the Vikings loss, I wasn't too worried about that. It's kind of just whatever week one the vikings usually get the best of them anyway this was a bit concerning they kind of got away from running the ball uh they did it really well there uh, aaron jones averaging 4.8 carry uh yards per carry dylan 5.7 and when they when they ran the ball it worked but i just saw a lot of hero ball from aaron Rodgers trying to force it where it just was not the place for it yeah, definitely some concern for the packers week for me too when you see Minnesota all alone there at the top of the division. Yeah. And already a game in hand on them with a win over the Packers, too. So yeah, you wonder about Green Bay and if they'll be able to pick it up as the season goes along. Yeah, I think, I don't know, it's the, the Jets, they better not lose to the Jets. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yes. And the Jets have actually, they, they just destroyed Miami I mean, this in the past week, although Bridgewater did get hurt after like one pass attempt so not too much into that i guess from the dolphins point of view but 
Yeah, I'd agree with that too. It still helps the Bills out though. Gets a little distance between them and Miami. And good for the Jets now, sitting at three and two on the year. Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of like the way Robert Sala is kind of bringing up the environment over there. Both New York teams on the rise. Absolutely. And the uh, what else we got here? The Saints and Seahawks. What an exciting game that was. Taysom Hill. I just want to shout him out for a second. One of my favorite players in the league. How do you not love Taysom Hill? I mean. Have we ever seen a player quite like Taysom Hill? The ultimate Swiss Army knife. Exactly. 100%. There is never, I have never seen of a player or heard of a player like Taysom Hill in the last 50 years. Like, name me a guy. Like, he's truly unique to watch. 100% he is. And he's elite when they use him properly like that. Like, I was kind of afraid when Peyton left that that might go away, and I'm glad to see that it hasn't because I think that's, a, a, not, it's more than just like a gadget. It's like an actual threat to a team that can lose you a game and they proved that last game against Seattle yes and there, there is one more game I'd like to maybe yell about a little bit here I think I know where you're going here oh I'm sure you do <laughs> Detroit Lions <Yeah>. what <laughs> are you doing what are you doing I mean there was not a single line I, a single spread I liked better than that one I expected them to dominate the Patriots and I said as much and to get shellacked 29 to nothing by Bailey Zappi <laughs> really? Are Who? you kidding me? Who? What top three scoring offense? Where was that? What happened here? The Lions remembered that they were the Lions. Okay, <laughs> never trust the Lions. Yeah, apparently they did. Oh, New England, I just cannot stand right now. Just really can't. They're they're this kind of the same old New England. It's just like they are just so annoying. Like it's just ah. Uh. They just hang in there when they're not supposed to. It's just they get all the lines for some reason. It's just annoying. Like go away. You're not good anymore. You're not supposed to be good. You know, coming in there, when you're supposed to have such a good offense, then you have through these first few weeks, and you just get zero on a team like New England. Oh, disgusting. Just rock bottom for that I mean, team. I know Bill Belichick has great defense, but. That Lions offense just did not look even close to the same as we saw it in the previous weeks. For sure. And with St. Brown coming back, like I started Jared Goff in fantasy this week, guys. Never again, never again. I'm never trusting the Lions. I mean, every single Lions fan would tell you, never trust the Lions. But I guess we'll never learn on that. Uh, all right, now we're going into a segment that we like to call buying it or denying it. We're going to be asking some of the hottest questions, and we are going to figure out if we are buying these things or denying them. So I'll kick it off with a question to Scott. And Geno Smith maybe been the surprise player of the year coming out of absolutely nowhere. Don't even know where he played last, but he's been pretty impressive so far for the Seahawks, churning up some good stats. So I think Geno Smith will keep up his current productivity level throughout the entire season. Are you buying it or denying it? I will be denying this one. Mm. Yes, you can't deny Geno Smith had some incredible stats to start this year. I mean, going to some the deeper metrics here. Number five in QBR, number three in passer rating, number one at PFF grade. I mean, he's really had some good, good numbers. But there's a reason why the Seahawks are made fun of so much for going into their season with Geno Smith as their starting quarterback. And I think things will regress to the mean for Seattle and Geno Smith as the season progresses. 
Yeah, I kind of agree with that. If I could just add a little bit. I think I thought this was kind of a tank here for the Seahawks. The fact that he's doing so good, I think they might, you know, these things kind of do happen with the politics and business side of football. They might kind of bring him down a little bit. Hopefully it doesn't happen, but it'll definitely be interesting to see. But I, I do agree with you there. So I'll turn a question for you now. Get me up. The Philadelphia Eagles are flying high as the only undefeated team in the NFL at 5-0. and Are they all alone as top dogs in the NFC? Are you buying it or denying it? Okay, so as of today, right now, in October, before week six, I will be buying it. I think the Eagles definitely have separated themselves as the team to beat so far and I was a team a guy that was not very high on the Eagles to begin the year and I don't think you were either but uh, looking at it now I, I kind of don't understand why I wasn't I think Jalen Hurts was probably the reason the biggest question mark but he's been proven to be very good they have a lot of weapons on the offense great running game great receivers they got a more than capable tight end the defense has been playing absolutely great uh, some tougher opponents would definitely um, make me feel a little bit better about them but look at the teams in the NFC. You got the Eagles, uh, number two, the Vikings. Are they in the same tier? I don't think so. The Buccaneers so far? No. The Niners? I can't put them up them with there. So I, I do, I am buying the fact that the Eagles are right now the top dog in the NFC. And now I'm gonna pitch you another question here. This one's a little bit hotter. It's about the Giants. After their win on Sunday, in London versus the Packers, the New Jersey Giants are now four and one, and in possession of the sixth seed in the NFC. I think it's time to say it: the Giants are legitimate playoff contenders. Buying it or denying it? I will have to be denying this one. Oh. So a little interesting tidbit I heard while listening to some game recaps this week: a Giants reporter happened to say while recapping their game. This was the first game this season Daniel Jones topped 200 yards. Oh. The first game. Wow, that's he, surprising. That's actually surprising. When I think about... Total, team, wait, wait, are you talking about passing yards or total? Passing yards. Okay. Just want to clarify. So when I think about the top teams, playoff teams, and offenses, like you, you want a good quarterback, you want a good offense, and I mean, how many other quarterbacks haven't hit 200 yards yet this season. So that's a big point for me that I don't like the Giants offense. And they are sitting at number 19 at points per game with 20.6. And I'm going to have to, and looking at their schedule as well. Pretty easy. Relatively easy, but still I, there's plenty of opportunity. I think for them to lose games, the teams like Baltimore, Jacksonville, Philadelphia, and Minnesota. So I will be denying that the Giants are playoff contenders. For now. And now I'll flip another question for you. In the majority of power rankings, the Buffalo Bills and the Kansas City Chiefs sit number one and two. And it seems that no other team can keep up with them at AFC. Are you buying it or denying it? Hmm, so this is a tough one. I think I'm going to have to be denying this one for now. Ooh, interesting. Uh, the AFC is stacked. Um, 
The Ravens came within three points of the Bills. Uh, but I definitely, well, like, I'll say this, I definitely think the Bills and Chiefs are the two best. And if I had to predict the season right now, they would meet in the AFC Championship game. So I will say that. They are, no question, they're the two best in the AFC. But I think when the Chargers, when, you know, Herbert gets a little bit healthier and they start rolling, the running game's starting to go, I still am a big believer in the Chargers. And I, I think that, you know, the Ravens are as good as the Chiefs and the Bills right now. Uh, when the If the Browns get Sean Watson back and they still have a viable record, they could be contenders as well. So I, I will be denying that they're kind of just the leagues ahead of everyone else, but I do think that they are uh, the top two best in the FC and in the league for sure. All right, so that, that wraps up buying it or denying it. And now we'll be going on to week six with an absolute barn burner of a matchup. The Washington Commanders led by, oh, the most exciting player in the league, Carson Wentz going up against the absolute fiery offense of the Justin Fields-led Chicago Bears. What an awesome match. Aren't you so excited for this? Absolutely Let's go. not. <laughs> but guess what? Thursday night, we're going to watch it anyway. Yes, we are, because <laughs> we're football fans. That's what we do. And uh, I, I think I'm going to predict that I'm going to be watching the Commanders come out of this game with the win. And I will agree with you on that fact, yeah. as I have picked the commander as well. Yeah, I think they, they're just they're more put-together team right now, even though the Bears do have two wins. The Bears are showing a little bit of life. They almost beat the Vikings, but I think, uh, yeah, Carson Wentz, he's still got something left to prove. Um, so I think there's just a little bit more urgency in their game than Chicago. And I still like their overall offensive weapons better than oh, yeah, for Chicago. Sure. And I think for that fact, they're going to come out of this one. Yes. And now we go on to the Sunday games. No game in London this week. So we start off with a 1 o'clock game between the Niners and the Falcons. And in this game, I actually have the Falcons coming out on top. A lot of people, they're A lot of people are high on the Niners, so maybe it's a little bit out of spite. But uh, I think the Falcons' office is really good, and I think they upset the Niners. Uh, absolutely. Atlanta's been a surprising team for me so far, and their offense has proven to be a lot better than I thought they would be, but I will still be picking the 49ers in this one. Jimmy G's clutch. Yes, and I, I like what I've seen from the 49ers the past few games. So I will be picking the 49ers. And now we go on to the 1 o'clock game between the New England Patriots and the Cleveland Browns. This is this was one you kind of pull your hair out. Um, I didn't look at the line, but I'm guessing New England's favored, as they usually are. Oh, uh, they're not. They are not. Okay. Cleveland is favored by three. Oh, okay. That's a big line. Uh, I'm going to take Cleveland uh, in, in a straight-up win against the Patriots here. As will I. I mean, Cleveland, sitting at two and three, still has a plus eight points differential. I mean, their losses... Oh, I've just been so close. Heartbreaking. I, I think they've done well this year, and I think they're going to continue to do well while the, the Sean Watson comes back. Mm-hmm. I like what I've seen from this Browns team, and they should be able to handle New England this week. Yeah, very consistent offensive numbers from the Browns. They, you know, 26 points, 30 points, 29 points, 20 points, 28. Like They're just kind of doing their thing, churning along. Uh, I think, yeah, I think that's pretty safe bet uh, to beat the Patriots this week. 
Uh, now we got hopefully what should be a blowout, the Jets versus the Packers at 1 o'clock. I do have the Packers winning this game. I hope to God they do win this game. As do I. I have the Packers winning this one. I mean, we've seen some very good things from the Jets the past couple of weeks, but the Packers are still the better team. I think everyone could agree on. Yeah. Yeah. If they don't uh, stab themselves in the foot. Yes. Very true. Yeah. If they don't get in their in, in themselves way, they got to run the ball. Well, and I'm hoping to see some better passing numbers from Aaron Rodgers as well. Yeah. Oh, that's kind of a thing that we, we tend to not call out the greats when they're not playing so great, but I think it's we all are kind of blaming the receivers when it's Aaron Rodgers has not been looking as he has been the past couple of years. So I just want to get that out there. It's definitely not just the receivers and whatnot. It's definitely I definitely see a little bit of underconfidence in Aaron Rodgers' game. You just gotta if you can't trust your receivers, you're never gonna go anywhere. You just you gotta throw it up. You have to trust them and see what happens. Otherwise, you're not gonna go anywhere. And we will see if we can see some of that MVP Aaron Rodgers as the season progresses. Yes. Now we have the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Indianapolis Colts. And a quick rematch. Uh, they played in week one, now week six matchup. And it's in Indianapolis, and that is why I will have the Colts winning this time. I'm going to go against you, and I'm going to pick the Jacksonville Jaguars. Ah, uh, season uh, sweep. Yes. I mean, Indianapolis still number 32 in points per game. Mm. <laughs> now at 13. <laughs> I mean, just some offensive bowls for them. Hoping to get Jonathan Taylor back this week, but we'll see what Jacksonville can do. Also laying an absolute stinker last week versus oh, Houston. I guess that was just weird. When I'm almost ready to, to say Jacksonville could be the favorite for the division, they go and step on themselves like that, Well, Indianapolis has somehow managed to sneak out of Denver <laughs> with a win. Yeah. Yeah, that that uh, loss against the Texans is kind of a mark of a young budding team. It's not quite at that level, but they definitely got a lot of potential. And when they're on, they can definitely put up some points. Uh, now we got the Vikings and the Dolphins. Interesting matchup. Who will be the quarterback for Miami this week? Um, either way, I'm going to pick Minnesota to win this game. So will I. I mean, yeah, the quarterback is a huge thing for Miami as well. As good as Miami has been. I still think if you're going to that game with very likely Skylar Thompson, Minnesota should be able to handle business in this one. Yeah. It is most likely going to be Skylar Thompson? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't know when Tua is going to be back, but um, now we got Cincinnati Bengals versus New Orleans Saints. Saints coming out on a thrilling victory against the Seattle Seahawks last week. Uh, rolling. I think I'm going to pick the Saints to beat the Bengals in this game. I'm not liking... Still not liking what I'm seeing for the Bengals so far on offense. I'll be picking the Bengals. I would agree they've had some very interesting offensive games from what I've seen and just can't seem to quite get going yet. But I still like them as a team, and I'm going to pick them over the Saints this week. And then we got a cross-conference matchup, another one between the Baltimore Ravens and the hot New York Giants. Who do you got winning this game? I have the Baltimore Ravens. As do I. Yeah, I'm still not there on the Giants yet. Yeah, me either, as we discussed in buying it, denying it. I mean, Baltimore has been a very good team this year, despite a 3-2 and two record. Maybe it should be better. Maybe it should be, maybe it should be 5-0. and oh. I mean, being come back on huge twice by Miami and Buffalo. Yeah. But nevertheless, I still see Baltimore as a very good team. Yes, elite team, in my opinion. 
And then we got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Tom Brady versus the Pittsburgh Steelers and Kenny Pickett. Uh, Pickett not looking too great so far, but he'll probably pick it up. Pick it up. Ah, See what I did there? there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he'll pick it up. Uh, not this game though. I, I do have the Buccaneers. That defense just swallow them. Absolutely. Tom Brady has been back on his game lately, really putting up some good numbers. And Buccaneers should roll this one as their wide receiver core continues to get healthy. Yes. I uh, like what I'm seeing from the Buccaneers lately. And maybe they will start to get closer to Philadelphia in terms of contending for the number one seed in the NFC. Yeah, I think they're probably the second best in the NFC right now. Yes, I would agree with that. Although Vikings are number two in standings, but that's why we don't uh, look to uh, the standings for power rankings. Yes, sir. Two separate things for a reason, right? Absolutely. Uh, then we got the Carolina Panthers playing a game without Matt Rule as he was fired earlier in the week. Uh, long overdue and without Baker Mayfield for the game as well it's going to be P.J. Walker starting for the Panthers do you think they get it done against the Rams this week with the change of scenery no all right yeah, the Rams although they've looked ugly I will pick them in this game but they really have looked ugly they definitely have number 29 in points per game mm. very Awful. interesting only 16 points per game for the Rams this year it's defending Super Bowl champs I mean yeah Matt Stafford has looked awful. Yeah. Really, and Cooper Cup is the only thing going on their offense. I mean, he's been getting an insane amount of catches. I mean, defending Super Bowl champs, you need to see more from them. Yes. I'm surprised about their running game, too. Cam Akers, really talented running back. I don't know what's with him lately. Maybe he's still kind of gimpy from that injury, but it's just puzzling start to the year for the Rams, to be sure. Yes. And now we have a division matchup. These are always crazy between the Cardinals and the Seahawks. Could go either way. Who are you picking for this one? Yes, I did have a hard time picking this one, but eventually settled on the Arizona Cardinals. Yes, I like what I saw from them against the Eagles last week. Yeah, coming very, very close to pulling one off in there and just missing out. Yeah, painful loss. Cardinals loss, but... Um yeah, I think there's a little bit of urgency with Cliff Kingsbury as well. People are talking about maybe he is the next coach to get fired. Although it's probably, I think, Nate Hackett still has got him beat there. But, yeah, definitely a little bit of urgency there. They're more talented, obviously. I think they do get the job done. And now we got the premier matchup of the week, Buffalo Bills and the Kansas City Chiefs. An absolute battle of the gods. Who wins? I have the Kansas City Chiefs coming out on top in this one. Oh, painful words for you to say. <laughs> Say it again, just so we know. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs coming up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, I do as well. And I don't know, it, maybe it's just kind of the thing where it's like, maybe if we pick against them, they'll win. But uh, I don't know. I, the Both teams have looked so good. It's like, it's just it's, it's a toss-up at this point. Yeah, really, really looking forward to this one. I mean, my reason for this, I still think that Mahomes is Mahomes, and he's going to pick on a Buffalo defense who is still... A little battered with injuries, but nevertheless, should be a great one. Yes, definitely looking forward to it. And now we got the Dallas Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles. Kind of an exciting matchup here. Um, I was thinking about picking the Cowboys just because I love Cooper Rush, but I will go with the Eagles to beat Dallas. As will I. I know you love seeing that 4-1 under Dallas Cowboys name there. I just You love that, don't you? For sure. <laughs> Mike McCarthy coaching up those boys. 
Yeah, Mike McCarthy, grade A coach right there. Mm, so good. We all know how involved he is with the team. Yeah. Really getting in-depth there. <laughs> <laughs> Just a matter of time before that team collapses. They kind of matter of time before they realize who they are. But in all honesty, though, their defense has looked really good so far, especially their pass rush. Yeah, crazy, crazy numbers with their pass rush. Look really good. But they will fall to Philadelphia yes. this week. Slicing and dicing Jalen Hurts. And now we got the last matchup of the week, Monday night. And the Broncos are on every single week. Uh, they're facing the Chargers this week. Cannot wait until we do not have to see Denver on primetime anymore. Oh, my gosh. It, the Chargers are such a, an, an interesting team, but this game is just going to be dragged down by the Broncos. Chargers just sneaking out a win in Cleveland last week off a missed field goal. And hopefully they're going to continue what they do best here and go for their fourth downs, go for their aggressive calls. Love it. Keep doing it. You got to you got to do it or you got to not. You got to commit. And just as Brandon Staley said in his press conference, they were happy with that decision to go for fourth down and they would have been if they lost. Yes, yeah, stay true to who you are. And that should definitely help propel them over the Denver Broncos. Yes, I will pick them as well. Uh, that's a that's a very important point by Brandon Staley. It's just kind of uh, setting the uh, the game plan. Like this is our identity. This is who we are. And even if it's not working now, we still have to stick to it. Because if we keep flipping and flopping, we're never going to get you know we're never going to find ourselves. So that's an important part of um, you know being an elite team. It's just kind of sticking to the plan. For sure. All right, and now we got Scott's parlays. For the week, and last week, what were you? 0 for 3, I think. Yes, first time, 0 mm. for 3. Not a very good week. Losing with the Lions, Packers, and Seahawks. Ugh. And not a good week for me. So we are hoping to bounce back from this one. So this week, I have the Jacksonville Jaguars, Cincinnati Bengals, and Cleveland Browns. One underdog here with the Jaguars being underdogs at 2.5. And both the Bengals and Browns as favorites here. Bengals favored by minus one and a half, and the Browns favored by three. So we'll see. We can get back in the winning column with this one. Yes. So you actually picked two teams, big Jaguars and Bengals, who I did not pick. So yes. I think that's probably the first time that's happened. I, I've been pretty confident in your other ones. I remember saying every week, yeah, I'm, I'm liking these. But... Uh, I'm not so sure. It's it's risky this week. Might be a little risky, but I like the picks I made. I'm confident in them. Yes. doesn't really feel like there's ever a safe game anymore in the NFL. 100%. I mean, you're looking through there, and, I mean, like I've said, too, I try not to pick games with crazy spreads. Yeah. But even so, last week, I picked Green Bay. Crazy <laughs> spread. Yep. And lost on it. And this is Mark My Words with Rob and Scott, and we are tuning out.